What, what are you doing here? Joan. She caught Greg with another woman in her living room. He set her up for revenge. I know we're not supposed to be talking right now, and I know we're not friends anymore, but I didn't know where else to go. Do at least let her come in and, and, and pull herself together. I think it would be better if she just went back to your place. Joan, just... Not the Grinch stole Christmas, not Halloween. I know you've been waiting on us. We are here. It is, oh hell yes, a girlfriend's podcast. I am your girl, Nettie. And I am Etsy. And I'm super excited because we're going to be talking about Trick or Truth today. And it is my favorite episode. I can't wait to get into it. Um, it's definitely a good one. Yeah. Um, this one, um, I wish I could have gotten like one of the writers on for this. We'll get to the writers one day. We're going to interview some of these people one day. Just don't get it twisted. Just wait on it. Wait on it. I promise. Mm-hmm. But I had a lot of questions about how this came about because this, this is the highest rated episode of girlfriends in the history of the series this is the highest rated on imdb yeah i want to see if you can guess what the rating is i'm gonna give you a clue do you look at imdb ratings i don't i think they're very biased and there have been some amazing movies that have gotten low scores so i'm like they've really led me astray so if a seven is a good movie seven's good okay what's this episode rated what do you think let's let's aim high Nine. What's well, damn? Nine. The fuck? What's really a good? Higher than that, but uh, it's nine point one. Good job. Okay. Skirt, skirt. I didn't think. I thought you was gonna say like eight ish or some shit, but you really um. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's a nine point one on IMDb. It's the highest rated one, and it's written by Mara Brock Akil. She was like, "Let me stun on him real quick. Let me uh." One time <laughs> flex for these niggas, Mara. <laughs> Mara said, let me let me let me take the pen real quick. So um original air date October 29th, 2001. This is a Halloween episode. Strangely enough, considering how it ends, it is a Halloween episode. Right. Like what type of irony? You'd be forgetting, right? <laughs> That's crazy. It's hard to remember that. So uh yeah, let's get into the episode then. All right. Cold open. Tony, Maya, and Lynn, they're out to dinner. And Tony mentions that Greg, it's some story where we get the tail end of it, where she's like, Greg said, change the channel. And I said, baby, that is the channel because they don't got no, no cable or nothing anymore because she broke, I guess. That's what I interpreted it as. And Lynn says, well, at least you got a TV. I'm so sick and tired of watching my neighbor and her uh, and her uh, boyfriend have sex or something like that. And Maya's like, wait, my mom's your neighbor and she does not have a boyfriend. And Lynn says, you better ask her about Earl. Okay. And, and Maya's like, yeah, right after I tell her to get some drapes. So we're going to meet Earl uh, later on in the uh, in the series. But I love the way they drop these little sprinkles. You know, they drop these little breadcrumbs about what we're going to see and who we're going to see. But immediately, Maya looks at her watch. She's like, oh, my God, it's 830. Um, I got to go pick up Jabari. And Lynn's like, oh, oh shit. Yeah, she she's my right. I got to go with her. Mm-hmm. And they all, they clear out real quick. And Tony's like, whoa, whoa, um, you know, 
just want to let you guys know, thank you so much for for having dinner, you know. I know me and Joan aren't friends anymore, but we can still get together. And she's like, and they're trying to like rush her, like, okay, great, bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you understand what was going on when you saw it? Did you know? Did you figure it out? I knew that something was up. Like, why are they rushing her? They're like, okay, girl. All right, I'll see you. All right. <laughs> yeah, they head out. Well, Tony leaves, and the girls kind of hang back a little bit. And as they're about to go in again, Joan walks up. Hey, guys. Sorry I'm late. Uh, would you come on? We are so hungry. Can you put our names on the list while I run to the bathroom? Yeah. Okay, I'll okay. be right back. So mm-hmm. they go back in, and Joan goes to use the restroom. And Tony comes back and sees them there. And they're like, she's like, whoa, what are you guys doing here? They said they went to get a drink of water because they were they were thirsty. And she's like, well, I came back to get my magazine. And they're trying to figure out how to get out of it. And they just run out of the restaurant and <laughs> scatter. Leaving Joan there. Which right. is like. I'm like, th- <laughs> so what happened after that? Because after that, now it's a new, whole new scene after the theme song. So what's going on after that? Yeah. And. Joan has to come out of the bathroom and Tony's there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, she's going to come out of the bathroom and see Tony there. I don't know how that ended, but it was a funny little beginning part. I like it. Um, so the beginning, the actual proper beginning of the episode is um, Lynn at Tony's apartment and they're getting ready for Halloween. Hey, hey. So what's, what's, what are they talking about? What's going on in this scene? Tony is like, oh, well, you know, we can make some plans. And Lynn is like, no, I'm going to Joan's party. And then Tony's like, oh, okay, I guess. But then Lynn goes, oh, well, you know, we could chill after or whatever. Tony is like, no, just enjoy yourself at Joan's party, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah. Yeah, and Lynn came over to get a wig for Vasco's costume. He's going to be Fabio, of all the things. Um, <laughs> and just remember... Lynn went to get that wig for Vasco to wear so he can be Fabio for Halloween because he's super excited about his first Halloween in the States. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the scene. Lynn leaves and Greg hears everything and goes, Joan's having her uh, annual Halloween party, huh? And, and Tony's like, yeah, you know, it's not going to be any fun without Tony Childs. <laughs> there's that third person shit again <laughs> and greg's like no it never is and he's like you know what how about we start our own tradition i know we'll carve a pumpkin why don't you go out and get us one and i will start dinner mm. tony goes um oh greg you're the only um treat i need and he goes hurry back with that pumpkin baby and i'll be your trick mm. okay nigga. <laughs> oh, and then as she leaves out the door, he kind of like turns around and gives this look toward the door, like this mm. mischievous look mm. before she leaves. That's a hint. That's a clue. But next, the party is on and they're doing corny shit like bobbing for apples. <laughs> and Joan's going crazy. She's a little she's trying too hard to be the life of the party of, you know, she's the hostess. So she's whew, she's doing a lot. And she's dressed as a Chiquita banana girl. Mm. Oh, is, that, is, is that what the name of it is <laughs> it looked just like the girl from the bananas yeah you know i never really knew the name i just call it the the, the woman that goes ay, 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 ay. i never hear her i just eat the banana wait she's not the woman in the in the spanish woman in the parties that'd be like ay, 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 ay. what do you call that that's not a no 
the the Spanish woman at the parties? Like, how archaic does that sound? That's <laughs> the Spanish woman at the <laughs> parties. I gotta. Y'all know what I'm talking about. They're oh dressed just like how Joan is dressed. No, and they bruh, be shaving shimmy in their titties. Oh my uh, god! What <laughs> Chiquita <laughs> banana? Oh god! <laughs> Let me send this to you. I know I'm not the only person. Oh, that's probably where it came from. So where they get the AAI from? That's what she said. I've never heard that until you just now on the podcast did that shit. <laughs> like, she didn't even do it in the episode. I mean, yeah, but you know. Lynn ain't do the the um the Adam's family shit either. But we know she's from Adam's family. I thought I thought Lynn was Elvira. Lynn wasn't um the moms from the Adams family? Okay, she kind of looked like the mom from the Adams Family, I ain't gonna lie. But she do look like Elvira. I mean, they kind of look alike anyway. Yeah. Oh, Miss Shakita. This is not how Joan is dressed, though. Joan look a little different, but I see. Hey, listeners, what is Joan? You know, I'll probably ask y'all this on the Twitter, but I thought she was the Chiquita Banana Girl. That's what I have I- in my notes. I thought she was the woman, um, you know, where they'll have some of those Spanish characters and then they'll have this thing on the... <laughs> so she's a stereotype. That's what she is for Halloween? I, it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> Niggas be coming just dressed as Indians for Halloween. So, <laughs> like, the fuck? <laughs> oh, damn. Anyway, what is Joan, y'all? Hey, y'all, hit me up on Twitter. Tell me what Joan is. They don't make any reference of it, so... They don't I guess make they expect us to know. The only kind of reference they make is the pimp costume. And then you got um, Maya does some Foxy Brown moves to William when she call, when he calls her a bitch. Oh, yes, 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 <laughs> yes, that. So at this party, there's no there's no men except for William. It's all girls because Tony usually brings the men and she's not mm. invited. So the men aren't invited. Mm. My question, though, is where's Vasco? I hope he he working. But she just went at she was at Tony's asking for a wig so he could participate in Halloween. Well, it's Vasco's first Halloween in the state, so he's real excited about trick or treating for free M and M's. I don't know. You think he fucking bitches? <laughs> Who he know? He just <laughs> do no. Oh, well, I'm gonna be like, hey, Vasco, why you not coming to the party? Now I'm just gonna hang out at home. Hmm. I'd be like, uh, why? What are you going to do here? Who are you going to see? Lynn would have mm. questioned that a little more. Where's Yvonne? Why isn't Yvonne at this party? Mm. I don't know. Where everybody nigga at? Plot holes. Where Maya man? Since he's so concerned about her hanging out with Joe, where he at? Maybe I'll take Jabari uh, trick-or-treating. Okay. While Maya has a little girl time. Okay. That makes sense. But that's a little weird that Vasco's not there when she already said in the first scene how excited he was and how she picked up that wig for his costume. Mm. Just saying. I mean, my, Mara, you, I know you had you had a good reason for doing that. I know you do. Yeah, we ain't even trying to check you, but you know. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, so they bring that up to Joan that there's no men and that's Tony's contribution. And Lynn suggests, you know, we could invite Tony and tell her to bring about 30, 40 men. And Joan shoots that down. She's like, nah, nah, nah. Tony's not invited. Fuck that noise. We're going to have mm. a good time tonight. Mm. A good time. So after that, we cut to Tony's apartment where the drama is thicker than a Snickers. Mm. Tell me about it, Etsy. So 
Tony comes in, which why does she have the shopping cart from the store? <laughs> Mara, I don't know what you <laughs> No, Mara has a reason for this. That's why we gotta no Mara has a fucking why reason for this. The, why can't I she know come it. with the regular push cart? Why she gotta get the one from the store? It's a no, because the, the pumpkin was heavy as fuck. But that's what I'm saying, though. She couldn't have just, like, the regular push cart that people buy. Yeah, but that's true. How she got it? Did she bring the push cart in the car with her? She yeah. brought it in the car? <laughs> she brought it. She, she drove to the grocery store, put the, put the shopping cart in the trunk, and then... Would, yeah. I don't know. I trust Mara on this. She was supposed to have that push cart. Anyway, go ahead. Child. So she got this big-ass pumpkin, this motherfucking push cart. We see the pumpkin. And for those of you who know no TV, you know that when... Someone comes in and then they keep the camera on that person. You know that you're about to see something like surprising or outrageous or something. So she's like, hey, Greg. And the camera stays on her. And then it pans out a little bit. And it pans out a little bit. And then when she turns around, it gets to Greg. And then Greg has this smirk on his face with his broke ass. And then he fucking some bitch on the floor at that. Like, they ain't even on the couch. Like, girl, fuck you. Nah, he wanted to get caught. That's why he... Well, I guess it could have been on the couch, but they weren't about to go in the bedroom. He wanted to be seen. On the it's... floor? Not even on the couch? <laughs> I don't know, yeah. There's and a then, reason. Mara has a reason. And is the girl, like, some type of in on it? Because why is she like, oh, oh my God. I don't think she's in on it. I think he told her because she comes in and she goes, <laughs> when Tony comes in, the girl goes, Hi, I'm Nisi. Thanks for letting us use your place. And mm. then when Greg is giving her, giving Tony her exit interview, the girl goes, I thought you said that was your sister. Mm-hmm. So the girl don't know. He, Greg must have told her something completely different. Mm. I see. But yeah, Greg plotted this shit for episodes. I guess it's, <laughs> it's not funny. I mean, it's not <laughs> funny, but like, he got time on his hands, child. Only a broke nigga could do this shit. <laughs> to be having to put in that much work, like, oh my God. Who are you trying to play, me or yourself? Yeah, because you had to, like, hang out for a bit. You did, I mean, I'm sure you cooked dinner for her. You did work. You was you out here putting work. that work. You was eating all that pussy and you was fucking um, out here trying to act like you so mad and shit. Like, nigga. Uh, it, it didn't give what it was supposed to give. It's like we've seen the work that you put in. It's not giving me proper revenge. Sorry, Greg. Try again, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and then he has this whole expository thing where he's like, Can't hurt me anymore, Tony. I loved you for exactly who you were, and you belittled me for what I didn't have. I gave you honesty, and you cheated on me. I gave you my heart, and you tried to give me an STD. (laughs) You're so full of yourself, Tony. Do you really think I would come crawling back after what you did to me? Who's the fool now, Tony? I'm just like, I didn't like his acting. Mm -mm. It was giving me very... What, Bold and the Beautiful or something? It was very soap opera. <laughs> the way he said that monologue, whatever, was just very Young and the Restless. It really mm-hmm. was. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. 
<laughs> She's like, get out. She tries to hit him with the shopping cart first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets up lightning fast and uh, stops her. God in heaven. That was, I mean, honestly, I feel bad for her, but I don't. Like, she did She did what she did to him. She did try to give him an STD knowingly, and she did all this stuff. I don't know, man. You kind of made your bed. <laughs> I think she deserved it, but not because of what she did to Greg. Fuck him. I'm thinking that um, it's because that's the shit that she tried to do to Joan. Remember? She tried to catch, have Joan catch her. Oh, fucking yeah. Her. Yeah. Fucking the sex oh. addict. I forgot about that. That is a similar way. She was trying to get caught the same way that Greg tried to get caught in this scene by hanging out in the living room mm-hmm. and popping up like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Damn. I didn't look at it that way. But Greg put in that work. Now, now his job's over. Now will he go on to the next acting gig? Child. <laughs> he's going to have to walk to the next art gala. <laughs> All that energy. You ain't even get paid. <laughs> Well, I mean, well, he had money. He probably put money toward Tony just to work this con. Because he, he had a little more money than her because he sold a bunch of paintings and he had a gallery opening. He had a gallery. Mm-hmm. And she don't got nothing right now. She don't got no we don't job know or how, nothing. We don't know how successful that gallery open was. Yeah, we don't know. But it's still better than Tony sitting at home not selling no houses. True. True. I'm pretty sure he paid for some stuff for her just to get this con one. I wonder how he figured out what day it would be. Like what day mm-hmm. he was gonna be like, now's the time. Now's the day. Now's Today's the, time the day to do it. And then you have to like maneuver a bitch coming in at the right time. And it's it's just it's it's looking like a homework assignment. Like <laughs> you like a nigga can. <laughs> When I cheat, I want to cheat because it's, it's what I want to do. What type of shit where you got to plan this shit? Mm-mm. She, he had to send her away for a pumpkin mm-hmm. so it could get done. Because he couldn't have done it while she was at work. She don't go to work. Right? That was smart, though, because that's the only time he could have done it, to send her out to do something like pumpkin shopping. Damn. And then what, right. he called the girl over at that time? That, like, what, maybe hour that she was gone? Yeah, that's that's a, a slim timeline. That's what I'm That's saying. cutting it close. Out here who walking. Said, who said old girl would be available at a time? Or maybe he has exactly. bitches on hold like that. A broke nigga got bitches on hold like that? <laughs> you can come in an hour? Or it could have been just a, um, a sex worker. That's what I'm thinking. And now you're spending ready. even more money true i didn't think of that that's right see there's a lot of logistics that greg really he really he, had to go as far he, as he, he should be in production <laughs> <laughs> yes he needs to write his own uh his own sitcom or his own procedural drama because the monologue and everything that was mm-hmm. that was a move that's why when like i said on the last episode when or was it two episodes ago two or three episodes ago when he invited her to the gallery and he came in her house and he didn't ask whether she was single or anything. He just came in the house and just started like smooth talking her because mm-hmm. he wasn't sincere. He, he didn't care because that wasn't what he needs. He wasn't trying to be in a relationship with her. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to, he was going there to work this con. So he didn't give a fuck whether she was single or what. Yeah. <sighs> the deception. Mm. Anywho, Back at the party, where people are having a much better time. Um, <laughs> Lynn and uh, 
and Maya are bored because there's no dudes at the party except for William, of course. And he's being he's in character. He's a pimp, so he's talking trash to them. So <laughs> William's dancing with all the girls at the party. Literally, he's the guy, and all the girls are circled around him, dancing with him. And William says to the girls, "You wrap me up like a cone dog." <laughs> Lynn says, uh, "Maya, I think I'm drunk. Why?" I'm seriously thinking about backing my thing up into William. <laughs> Quick, girl, you need some air. And so do I. Because he had me a cone dog. Oh, girl. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they go out on the front porch to get some, uh, some air. And they find Tony with the pumpkin in the shopping cart. How did she get this shopping cart? all the way to motherfucking Joan's house. Like, yes. Did she put it in the car with her in the passenger seat and fucking... Or did she push that shit to Joan? We don't really know how far they live from each other. Is it walking distance? Either way, either option is ridiculous. I don't know. But you know what? Mara has a plan. Mm-hmm. She did it for a reason. <laughs> so, we see that Tony went to Joan's house knowing damn well she wasn't invited to that party. And they see her... And they go inside. Maya goes inside to grab Joan and tell her what's up. And Joan's like, what the hell is she doing here? And Maya's like, chill, don't start, all right? Just come outside. So she comes outside. And Joan gets outside. She's like, what are you doing here? (laughs) Which is like, I mean, yeah. What are you doing here? You're not invited, so. Mm -hmm. And Lynn explains the situation about the Greg revenge plot to Joan. Mm -hmm. And... Tony explains why she came over. I know we're not supposed to be talking right now, and I know we're not friends anymore, but I didn't know where else to go. Mm. She not have anywhere else to go? I guess she didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, Maya and Lynn Everybody's at the, at the party. party. So, yeah. yeah. But Joan doesn't care. She's like, she doesn't want her to come inside to pull herself together. She suggests that um, Maya take her to her house instead. Mm. If you were Joan, what would you have done? I would have let her in. Damn, Joan, you cold-blooded. Like, <laughs> ooh, when, since when you turn into a savage? Wasn't you well, just now fucking a sex addict? Ooh, okay. Well, that was after. She became a savage after that. When she started having hair issues and... Child, I Old guess. girl tried to sleep with her man and old girl told her business to her boss. Like, she's like, enough is enough is enough. Like... I gotta be cold-blooded because if I don't, she'll weasel her way back in. If I let her in this house, that she's gonna take that as a sign that we're we're getting back on track and we're not getting back on track, you know? Mm. Yeah. If Tony, if Tony was bleeding and bloody, if, if Greg had beat her up, fuck yeah, come on in. Let's nurse these wounds, but yeah. I'm like... It's like you are I at the end of the day, girl. Yeah. You ain't bloody bruising, you know, cried off in, on the porch. You What you gonna come in for? You gonna mm. cry inside or cry outside? You can cry either inside or outside. What's the point of coming in? Mm-hmm. It's warm outside. It's in L.A. And it's a party. Why am I gonna bring down the party <laughs> with your negativity? <laughs> like I'm trying to host some shit right now. We got bumping for apples, man. We got ghosts in a graveyard. We got the pimp. I'll bring you a glass of water, but that's about it. But you gotta stick to your guns, Joan, because you don't want to open back up that door. No. Mm-hmm. But it's a great line from Maya here when she goes, um, I thought the Grinch stole Christmas, not Halloween. Hey, that was a good one. So next day at the law firm, 
William comes into Joan's office and he wants to talk about something. Mm-hmm. He want to talk about how cold-blooded Joan was to Tony. Um, I don't want you to take this the wrong way because you know I trust your judgment. And I think you were a little tough on Tony last night. Is that so? Okay, now, Joan, don't get all sassy on me. <laughs> Look, William, I cut Tony out of my life like you all told me to. What are you saying? Now you want me to put her back in? I'm just saying you don't stomp on someone when they're down. I'm like, William, you wasn't even there, but okay. He was. I mean, he 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 probably heard about it after the fact, but he was at the party. They probably, you know, the girls be gossiping. They're going to tell. They're going to pull William aside and be like, yo, guess what just happened? Mm-hmm. Just that, guess what? Guess what? Joan just told Tony. Anyway, and then he brings it to his personal situation. I guess when he was little. That's like spitting on a kid because he's six foot in the fifth grade and wears high water pants and has a sensitive stomach. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Maya and Lynn come in. Why? Where did y'all come from? It's fine. Mara has a plan. <laughs> That's the ongoing theme. Yeah, I'm not going to question too much because, Mara, I feel you. I get your spirit. I get your artist artistry. I understand. Mm-hmm. Maya and Lynn bust into the room and they're like, what are you even talking about? That's the last thing. Last time we send in a man to do a woman's job. And that's when William's like, you know what it is with you and Tony? It's um, buried sexual desire. You two want oh, each other. Oh, God. That's how guys are. They don't. What are you talking about? Because nigga? guys don't have emotions. Whenever women have emotions, it's all sexual and everyone's a lesbian. But men can't have emotions. So. And also, it's like, okay, so when y'all do have emotions, are you gay? That's why they try not to have emotions. Like. Men be trying to stay stay totally emotionless. That's why. Because they, they're all gay panicked out. So whenever they see women with emotions with other women, it's like, oh, you guys want each other. So oil it up and take it to the mat. It's like, William, get the fuck out. So he leaves. (laughs) And that scene never gets resolved. We never hear anything about whether Joan thinks she was out of line or not. That's Mm -hmm. that. And so next, Tony is depression shopping. (laughs) She's full on just trying to shop her way out of the depression, which is great. At least she's not drinking. Mm-hmm. Or doing cocaine or heroin or doing Molly. Something, you know, it's it's shopping. The only thing she's hurting is her bank account, really. I mean so, she ain't got much of that left, but yeah. Yeah. Well they we see it here. Um so we have a special guest, um, Steven Kojakaro from Entertainment Tonight. If you guys knew him from the early two thousands, insider and entertainment tonight. His nickname is Kojo, if you've seen him on TV, and he plays a like a sales associate who knows tony and at the beginning of the scene she has a whole bunch of clothes and she's going to check out and they swipe her card Mm -hmm. and it's declined Mm. and she says you better try it again that's a gold card and he says honey i swiped the gold off (laughs) Mm. so tony has no best friend no job no money Mm. no man I mean, what else can you take from this woman? What else can she lose? Her house? I mean, she's still a bad bitch. <laughs> right? Yeah, Look so, on the bright yeah, side. Like, what if she's a bad bitch and don't got nowhere to stay? I mean, you know. You could always pick yourself up. On the streets. Up. <laughs> we knock down. 
Oh no. We, we fall down. Oh, we fall You are not down. gonna disrespect that song. But we get up. <laughs> but the sales associate, his name is Taz, and Tony pulls out all these other cards. Try my ATM, um, put it on my sky miles, write it up as a prescription and put it on my Kaiser card. <laughs> Look. I have other cards. My Petco card. I don't have a pet, Taz. I know there's some credit on that baby. <laughs> I guess the Petco card works. Is that, does it work like that? Don't, can't you only buy shit from Petco? That's what I thought. But she's like, here's my Petco card. I don't have a pet, Taz. I know there's some money on that. And then she goes shopping all around the, the store and she gets like belts, jeans, she gets all this stuff, but I guess she's being really frantic and weird mm-hmm. and disruptive. So Taz goes into her purse and grabs her like a dress book and everything. Mm-hmm. And he goes through and he calls everybody in the book. Well, he calls first. Hi, do you know Tony Child? Fired? Whatever. Can somebody just come? Hello? <laughs> Greg? Greg Sparks? Hi, I'm calling about Tony Child. Hello? Oh. Hi, do you know Tony Child? Hello? Hello? Dr. Clay Spencer? Hi, I'm calling about Tony Child. Oh, hello? There's mm. nobody. There's nobody he can call to come and get Tony. Because she's obviously in a frantic, manic state. And... Tony comes up and goes, oh, I look good, don't I? Tell me I look good. And he's like, you you look good, sweetheart. Mm. You do. Um, hang on to that because you don't have a friend in this world. So, yeah, hang on to the fact that you're beautiful because ain't shit else for you. I don't think that's the way to live. Mm-mm. You still need people. You still need, a, you still need community, you know? Yeah, you still need a job. <laughs> that too. Man, I feel so bad for her in this moment, but she did treat all these people like crap so they don't want to fuck with her except for her job i don't know what happened to her job so they do like a flash forward scene and tony is on like a faraway couch she's uh she's catatonic maya says i'm here to collect tony childs collect <laughs> mm-hmm. that's such a weird way and taz says oh she pulled a girl interrupted and collapsed over there go rescue nine one one <laughs> and so the girls go over to talk to Tony. Mm-hmm. They're saying that everything that's happening is her fault. Straight up. You might want to listen to me, okay? You don't need Fresno, Tony. You need to start owning your responsibility in all of this. Yeah, Tony, Joan didn't make you lose Greg. You did. And Joan didn't make you lose Joan. You did. What about my job? What about my money? That was my fault, too. Who the hell do you think set those chickens loose to come home and roost? And Maya's playing bad cop. Lynn's playing good cop. I like it. Because Maya's like... Tony, sweetie, it's Maya. Tony, don't make me slap you. (laughs) Tony, get your ass up and let's go. We're taking you home. Because Tony won't talk. She just wants to go back. She's delirious and she's talking about going back to Fresno. Because she has nothing in L.A. anymore. No friend, no man, no job. Mm Mm-hmm. So she wants to go work the farm with her dad and let mama fatten her up. Mm. And that's, that's what she wants to do. And um, she keeps going in and out of that. 
Almost got chickens in Fresno. Oh, hell, we lost her again. No, 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 we didn't, Lynn. She's just running game, acting all lost in space. Game over, Tony, okay? And I'm not playing, Lynn, let's go. I want to lose you, too. Then come on. Come on. Maya wasn't playing in this scene. I love mm-hmm. it. You need that. You need that tough love. You know? I like this dress that she has on. It's like a mint colored. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's super cute. It's a short sleeve it's turtleneck. Like a, it's, a, it's like a summer. It's like a summer fall dress. Yeah, it's spring. Very, it's like a spring, summer, cute. fall, fall, summer, spring, <laughs> spring, <laughs> summer, fall. <laughs> Not summer, spring, spring, fall, spring, summer, summer, fall, summer, summer, fall. <laughs> summer. <laughs> but yeah, it is. It is nice. Um, I want to say also, this is going all the way back to the first scene, but Lynn was wearing this outfit where the top was sheer. It was all like mesh sheer. And you could see she was wearing a bra underneath, like a black bra. And like mm-hmm. you could see it was all mesh, long mm-hmm. sleeves. I'm like you walk into a restaurant wearing that where you work. It was, uh, I mean, you know, it's LA. The girls be out here. That is true. That is true. But <laughs> at your place of work, oh, still. Chill. She said, I'm not on the clock. No? Okay. <laughs> So y'all gonna treat me like but a regular I do like customer. that outfit. I'll put it, we'll put it up on the uh, on Twitter. But they leave and walk away, and she gets mm-hmm. up and leaves with them. Mm-hmm. And next, they're at church. Now, this scene, it looks like the biggest scene I've ever seen on this show. Oh, yes. Some coin was spent. And they yeah. got Mr. Donnie McCarthy. Okay. Donnie McClurkin. Shout out to Donnie McClurkin. Um, they, they don't cut the check for this one. Yeah, he's singing his uh, very popular hit, We Fall Down. If you guys don't know it, you shouldn't even listen to this show because y'all don't know anything about our culture. No, right. I'm <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know it, you should know it. Like, it's Donnie McClurkin. It's We Fall Down. It's a very popular song. So there's like a hundred, it looks like over a hundred extras. I want to say it's at least 100 extras. So mm-hmm. you got to pay extras. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They ain't there for free. And they all got to come dressed in, in a certain type of clothes. You know, that church wear and shit. So I'm like, okay. Cut the motherfucking shit. It could have been that they were actually told to bring their own clothes. I've, I've been in... I do background here in New York. And sometimes they're like, um, bring your own clothes. We'll look at what you have. If you have church wear, wear that. That's the kind of scene we're doing today. That's how you cut costs. So if they're in season two and they don't have enough money to do wardrobe, they'll just tell them to bring their own shit. Mm. It's actually a really cool scene because you got Donnie McClurk in, and I don't know if he shows up there every Sunday, but the audience sleep, though, because I would be up out of my yeah. chair. Yeah, they wasn't lit enough for me. I'm not appreciating the spirituality. For real, but whatever. Joan's already at the church. She's grooving to Donnie. And she looks over and sees Maya and Lynn show up and they walk in and she's like, hey, like she looks happy to see them. And then right behind Lynn is Tony. Mm -hmm. So she snuck in because they had to put her at the end. So like, oh, Mm -hmm. so Joan don't see. Right. (laughs) So (laughs) as soon as Joan sees Tony, she tells Maya church. I can't even have that to myself. And Maya says, church isn't called saint joan okay (laughs) 
all right, okay, Maya. And that's when Tony scoots in front of everyone to go over to Joan and sit next to her and try to apologize. She swings for the fence on this one, I will say. It's a pretty long apology. I am sorry I hurt you. I'm sorry I blamed you for Greg for everything. I did it. I made all some mistakes. I know that. I will never, ever have a friend who means as much to me as you. I know I don't deserve you, but I need you. And I pray that you'll give me the opportunity to make this right. And Joan lets her finish. I would have been like... Joan mm. is very mature in this moment for letting her finish. And she says, Tony, I know that took a lot for you to say, but I just can't go there with you again. Mm. And she kind of like looks forward and looks back over at Tony and then changes pews. So she goes across the aisle and sits in another seat away from them. So when Joan moves over to the other seat, Maya and Lynn lean over to Tony and they go, you did good, Joni. Like, yeah, you did You did good. I like that. I like that a lot. That's a good detail that they, you kind of like, you see it, but it's kind of like real quick, but they say that to her, like, you did good. What did you think was going to happen after this? After Tony apologized? After Joan was like, fuck that noise. Nah, we're good. I don't want to go there with you again. How did you think this was going to end? I thought they was going to end not talking. That it was just going to be Donnie just performing and that was the end of the episode? Some type of shit where they start crying. Oh my god, the friendship is over. Oh my god. And yeah. Okay. Because when I first saw it, I was like, okay, well, what the hell is the rest of this episode about? Like, that's it. Joan said she can't go there with you again. What else do we need to watch? I thought it should have ended right there. Mm hmm. Yeah. Because there's no point in watching the rest of it if the story that we came here for is already over. Mm hmm. What Donnie finna say? What Donnie finna talk about? Like, you know what I mean? So, when I first saw this, I was quite confused as to why the scene kept going. So, at that time, when Joan moves over to another pew, that's when Donnie starts to preach. He says, um, the Bible tells us in Proverbs 24, 16, that a just man, a just man, falls seven times, but rises back up again. So the question is, what makes him just? We in the church would consider him to be wicked if he falls seven times. One time we can understand. Twice, maybe. But seven times? So what makes him just from the Bible standpoint is that he has enough sense to realize that he can get back up again and not just get back up, but get back in line. So no matter where you've fallen from, no matter what you've done, and no matter how many times you've done it, it's not too late. He is so much in love with you that his mercy endures, and his mercy is everlasting. So he's just waiting for you to come and confess to him with a sincere heart and say, Lord, have mercy, forgive me. And just that quickly, you're forgiven. Just that quickly, you're healed. Now, no, no condemnation, no condemnation. Don't remember your past sins because he's forgotten. And if he's forgotten them, then you can forgive and forget too. He points at Joan when he says it. He knows. The How does he know? 
How does he know? Is the ancestors told him? We're gonna suspend a lot of disbelief <laughs> in this episode because Mar- Mara, I know you have a plan. I trust you, Mara. <laughs> but he points right at Joan, and if you if if he can forgive and forget, you can forgive and forget too. Mm. Cause it's not too late. Yeah, I found that really interesting. And and when I first saw it, I just didn't know like I was like, why are we watching this? How how can you interrupt church to bring our friendship back together? I didn't know how it was gonna work. By the way, I'm happy that they didn't change the song. I'm glad they got the licensing to this and didn't switch it out like they did with some other songs on Netflix. Because some of the episodes a lot of the popular songs are changed. That would have sucked Imagine. if they couldn't get the rights of this song. What would they have even um, replaced it with? You can't put anything else. It's Donnie McClurkin. What else is he going to sing? I, mean, I know he has saying. other songs, but you wouldn't have been able to do it. I don't know mm-hmm. how they would have done it. You can't release a series then mm-hmm. until Donnie okayed it. Mm. But I would have been like, nah, keep it. I don't want it. Fuck that. <laughs> Yeah, for real. So after that, he starts to sing We Fall Down Again. And Tony, Tony doesn't even, she's looking like she's not listening to nothing. She's very, like, intent on watching the sermon. She's looking straight ahead. She looks very sad, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and as Donnie's singing, uh, people start walking up to the altar for the altar call. And Tony gets up and starts to do it, too. Mm-hmm. And Maya, Lynn, and Joan look over at her like, what are you doing? Like, are you all right? What do you... For all we knew, she could have been going up to go to the bathroom. I don't know. She feeling the music. I guess so. But apparently this isn't her. Like, she's not religious and whatnot. <laughs> and it's her first day. Like, when you're a first timer, you don't do that on the first day when you go to mm-hmm. church. Yeah, you wait a little bit so you know somebody. <laughs> but... <laughs> She walks up, and as she's walking up, what's really cool is, you know, it's on the part, like, whoever edited together the music with the images, brava, brava. You did amazing, mm-hmm. because um, Donnie says the lines, get back up again, and as he says, get back up, she gets up. Mm. And then um, he, she walks to the aisle, and he goes, he's waiting on you, arms open wide, and he goes run to his arms he's reaching out to her he's like run to his arms oh mm. she's talking directly like, to you tony yeah it's like oh and then they pan over to to joan and she's falling apart she's crying mm. and maya and lynn are like stunned do they look stunned is that how you explain the, how they look uh yeah i would say that's a good one stun slash oh shit Okay. Yeah, like this is something doing? right now. Um, did you cry when you watched it? <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> it was, it was, it was. It, it touched my heart though, but I ain't, I ain't cry. <laughs> <laughs> it, no, it touched my heart though. You know what I mean, <laughs> nah, I ain't no punk. You know what I mean? I ain't fucking punk. No, when I first saw, it, I didn't cry, but I was close as fuck. Like I'm not, I'm not religious. I don't. I mean, I'm not trying to get get struck right, down right them, but somebody gonna say yeah i'm like <laughs> the devil's music. I don't, when it comes to music i can feel what the music provides like the feelings that the music provides and i can uh, i can understand that like i can understand 
tearing up and crying and based off lyrics and sounds and things like that. So I can understand that portion of it. I'm just not, I wouldn't say I'm the most religious person ever or much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did almost cry. It, it almost got me. But I saw on Twitter that a lot of people were like, I was done. I was done. They was crying? Like, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. A lot of people. There were a few people that were like, Psh, bullshit, devil's advocate. Like, why she had to go to church and do that to Joan? <laughs> <laughs> why she had to do all that? Why mm. she had to interrupt Joan's fucking nice day at, at fucking... <laughs> at church, the fuck? Yeah. Like, we, she just saw you the previous night. Like, can she go to church and not see you? Can she not see you for a few minutes mm. at the place where she worshiped? You don't even worship there. True. Like, I understand that that was always your church and you always go there. But you ain't never been here before. Why are you going to come on the day when Donnie here so I can't enjoy Donnie? She got invited by Maya and Lynn. I'll be doing the most. Yeah, but Maya and Lynn should have been like, yeah, maybe church isn't the place uh, to ambush Joan like that. Um, you want to just wait? It's, it's not called St. Joan. Right, but if you're going to try to provoke her in front of all these people, like she waited till she got in public in front of all these holy folk to be like, okay, well, Joan ain't finna say shit about me. And she ain't finna go wild on me right now because we in church, so let me just try this shit. Like, you know? I feel like there was some kind of plan. Also, devil's advocate. Did she? Did Tony really walk up to the altar to get Joan's attention, or was she really towing the spirit? Nah, I think she was in the spirit because she was she was looking sanctified. She ain't the eyes ain't move. Yeah, she was just looking but directly to that Donnie. same look can be made when you're feeling depressed over a friend or a breakup. That crying and stuff. That's. <laughs> You can pair those visuals up together and they could look similar. True, but considering what happened bef- right before then where she apologized, Joan was like, nah, then she's just feeling it. Like, that's why she got up. She's like, damn, I lost like everything. We fall down. <laughs> Give I don't up. know. I'm kind of like, like, I like how it ended. I love the fact that once, um, once Tony gets up, up there, Joan goes up and meets her there and, and walks up to the altar as well and holds her hand. Um, I think the scene is, is perfect. I liked it. I just feel like sometimes I look at it and I'm like, was Tony sincere in this moment or was she just trying to get attention? Nah, give Tony a break. God damn, a bitch can't <laughs> feel all up in the Lord's, you know, whatever. The- <laughs> a, a bitch can't even worship. <laughs> like, and he's... A bitch can't even worship the Lord without people looking at a funny shit. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, of course, like you gonna you gonna appeal to Joan's like religious side, and she's gonna be like, "Oh wow, Tony's really serious. She's turned over a new leaf. I've never seen Tony be religious. Oh my god, I didn't even know J- J- Joan was that religious to begin with." But yeah. That is true. We've never seen Joan in church. We gotta act like we gotta have this equal. That's true. We've never once heard about it or seen about it. So you're right. But yeah, the only thing I would change about this scene is what Joan's wearing. I don't like it. Mm. Don't like it. Especially when they're gonna do uh shots from behind where they're standing there at the altar together and they show them from behind. It doesn't look flattering. I don't like the shoulder pads. Mm. all that stuff pantsuit it would maybe i don't know looked a little mannish mm. I see. 
It was neither here nor there for me. It was like, yeah. Um, shout out to to Tracy Ellis Ross, a uh, friend of the show. Um, <laughs> she's one of the only celebs that if they cry in a scene, it makes me want to cry too. Aww. She's a very good ugly crier, and <laughs> you know, no ugly cries are good. They're they're a thing to have in your arsenal as an actress. Mm. You know, it's just something to have in your arsenal. But what's really cool is that when uh, I first saw Tracy, it wasn't Girlfriends. It was um, Lyricist Lounge Show on MTV. You ever seen that one? Seen that show? Mm-mm. It's a sketch comedy show. It's kind of like Mad TV mixed with SNL digital shorts. It's kind of like that. She was a comedian. So she'd be in skits being silly and whatnot. So when she got the show Girlfriends, it was hard for me to see her as a more serious character because I was so used to seeing her be silly in skits. Mm-hmm. And to see this scene and just see her bring it in the scene as a very serious actress is like really, it really shows her range. I mean, there's times in the show where she's fucking hilarious and she makes me laugh, but to almost bring me to tears like that in the mm-hmm. same series Bitch got range. And I say bitch okay. in a very nice way. I'm not, okay. I'm not hating on you, Tracy. Miss Ross understands the assignments. Oh, yeah. She always understands the assignment. So, shout out to you. We'll, we'll have you on the show one day. Trust. We will. Mm-hmm. Friend to the show. Friend to the show, yeah. Hit me up. We're gonna, we'll do lunch. We'll do lunch. <laughs> you vaccinated? We're all vaccinated. <laughs> but I want to know how many times they did the scene. Well, according to Donnie on Twitter, Donnie said they did the scene four times. Mm. But I want to know, how often did, did she have to cry like that? Every single time? Because mm. eventually you run out of tears. Yeah, like it's not a fucking um, a machine, a factory. Like, nigga, can't keep crying forever. I bet they just did like one shot where they were just filming on her for like a little bit. They just held the camera there because it's a still camera on her. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like it moves. So they probably just had that one shot and they just kept it. I don't know. But yeah. That's 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 it. That's trick or truth. And it trick ends. It ends like that. There's no there's no uh last scene. It's just Donnie singing. He sings to fade. That's a good one. It is. All right, so Etsy. Mm-hmm. What is your oh hell yes moment? When they hold hands at the end. How can that be the oh hell yes moment? And that then how can it be works, the oh hell yes moment. It works with the music that we fall down, but we get up. Like, yes! Y'all better set the motherfucking mood right with all this shit. That's how it is, man. Like, that song was the perfect song. I can't imagine another song would have worked. I'm telling you. Nah, that, that was the perfect song. When he reached out for her as she was coming down the aisle, chills with the strings, with the fucking strings. Bro, yes. chills. Full body chills. Um, my oh hell yes moment was when Tony says her apology. And then Joan says, Tony, I know that took a lot for you to say. Thank you. And I was like, that's mature. Because a kid or a younger person or a less mature person would have been like, now nah, I don't want to hear what you got to say. Leave me alone. Go, go, go. La, la, la. I want to hear you. La, la, la. You know? <laughs> But she let her finish, and she's like, thank you. Mm-hmm. But I just can't go there with you again. The fact that she said thank you and let her finish. She knew as soon as Tony started talking, she wasn't going to take her back. But she still let her say her piece, and I love that. That's class. 
We love a classy read. We do. Tweets, 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 tweets. Got some uh, some interesting ones this time. Well, I'll, I'll start with the one from Donnie, Donnie McClurkin first um, about it at mm-hmm. Donnie Radio. He says they weren't acting. We had to do that scene four times because of the presence of God. Mm. He said they weren't acting. I wish I could have been there. Oh, my God. Mm. I did a show, a show recently. I don't want to say what show it is, but it's a popular show because it hasn't aired yet. But I did a show where we did a church scene and we did it a lot of times. So after a while, you're not, I mean, you're into it, but it's hard to keep that same energy each after time. After the third take, third take, you're yeah. like, all right, chill. Can we wrap yes, this like We heard up? a song a million times. We don't use all our spirit up. So, so we have imperfectly iffy. Girlfriend season two, episode seven is so dangerous. I know we had to have a show with all the main characters, but real talk, Joan had no reason to take Tony back. Wielding the gospel of forgiveness, even to the soundtrack of Donnie McClurkin's We Fall Down, doesn't fix that. Mm. Well, excuse me, Mr. Pecker Piper. The fuck? (laughs) What? (laughs) That's just how some people feel, and I totally get where this person's coming from. I interpreted it a different way, but... I understand. At the end of the day, she took Tony back and Tony could very well just do what she did before who <laughs> said Tony changed. Yeah, pretty much. Like, how do we know Tony actually recognized what she did and changed? Just because she walked to the altar? Mm-hmm. I don't she, know. she did a slow walk to the altar and started crying. Yeah, I don't know, man. But I interpret it as a very beautiful scene. Mm. And lastly, Tori underscore Ma. Nah, Tony is the worst character out of the girls in Girlfriends. Such a petty, self-centered friend. Joan should have left her ass and their friendship crying at the church altar in season two. Joan has forgiven her behavior too many times. Mm. That's the thing, though. You don't want to forgive people too easily because then they'll be like, oh, shit, yeah, I could keep doing this shit. She's just going to forgive me again. I might have to walk up to some altars, but it's gonna happen. <laughs> you, <laughs> you gotta, gotta make it. Altar. You gotta make it harder than walking up to some motherfucking altars. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't know. Joan did what she wanted to do, though. She wanted to. She wanted to forgive Tony and walk up there with her. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would have done that, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. know about that. One. What would you have done? I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say. You know, when people get into the spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ, Savior. Amen. All that. <laughs> Assalamu alaikum and stuff. It's like, okay, y'all in the moment. Yeah, but then what? Like, y'all go to fucking IHOP later on after the church service? Like, what the fuck? Are we good now? IHOP. I'm more of a Denny's type of girl. But yeah, both of them. Y'all never work. used to do Golden Corral? My family's do Golden Corral. Oh, Golden Corral. I ain't been there forever. <laughs> mm, shout out to you, Golden, Golden Corral. Corral. Shoney's. Remember Shoney? Ponderosa. Mm-hmm. Waffle House? No, people don't do that no more. Nah, nah, that's low class. That's after the club. You do niggas don't fuck with Waffle House? Okay, my bad. Nah, you do Waffle House after the club. <laughs> you do Denny's after the club too. That's what we used to do in college. Mm. What after the what? bar? After the party? After the house party? Which one is more high class, Denny's or IHOP? Ooh. And now you're trying to put brother against brother. <laughs> uh, I think IHOP is a little bit more bougie. Uh, boo. 
I don't know. They're equal. I don't know. I can't say. Dene. Moons over my hammy or <laughs> or the du- the two by two by two. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Split decision. I don't know. The breakfast sampler or hmm. decisions, decisions. I don't know. I don't know. With Joan, I just feel like you got to be careful still, Joan. Everything's not healed because of Christ. You have to still look over your shoulder with Tony. Amen. Amen. So next week, <laughs> the episode is called Joan's Birthday Suit. Ooh. Sounds like some nudity. Freaking with you. Dun 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 dun. Yeah, there's gonna be some uh, some nudity. Is it gonna be Joan? Is it gonna be someone else? Probably gonna be someone else too, not just her. But um, that's what we're gonna be talking about next week, episode eight of season two. And uh, make sure you rate, subscribe, and review. I also want to let you guys know if you're going to go get vaccinated and you're nervous about it, you know, maybe some people aren't. You don't have to go if you don't want to. It's, you know, whatever. But if you want to bring our podcast along to keep you uh, to keep you calm, gang, 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 that's while you're waiting in the waiting room and you're nervous. Bring us along. Listen to our podcast. You know, we got about we got a good amount of episodes. Got mm-hmm. like 30 episodes or something, I feel like, close to it. So if you need something to calm you down or you need us there with you to kind of give you a laugh before they stick that needle in your arm, go ahead and listen to our older episodes. We're here if for you. If you need a friend, we'll hear. We're here. <laughs> yeah. I listen to podcasts when I go to the dentist because I'm scared. <laughs> so I always have my, my earbud in my ear while they're, you know, it keeps me calm, you know? keeps me calm Mm -hmm. so hopefully we can do that for you and make sure you rate subscribe and uh, review us on apple Podcasts or wherever you can rate subscribe and review us and uh that's about it guys thanks for being here for trick or truth and uh we'll see you next week for joan's birthday suit i'm metty and i'm etsy bye-bye guys bye